Good Wednesday morning, guys. My name is Jerry Miller, and thank you kindly for joining us on Real Talk with Keith Smith. It's a pleasure to connect with you through the I Love Seville Network on a show presented by Yes Realty Partners, a name you can trust, a name you can count on, a brand and business that's withstood the test of time, principles of Yes Realty Partners. Keith and Yona Smith have been in the game we call real estate since 1987. And somehow, Yona Smith is 38 years old. <laughs> Unbelievable how that well, works well out. Well played, sir. Well Unbelievable played. how that works out. Today's show is going to be a lot of fun. Our guests, Maggie Gunnels and Christy Lynn Beck, mm-hmm. are superheroes. Fluvanna County Public Schools closed because of icy road conditions. And these two ladies and fantastic businesswomen are juggling motherhood um, with their businesses. Unfortunately, they couldn't make it to the studio today because of the closing of the schools, but they will be here next week on Real Talk with Keith Smith. But have no fear, Keith Smith is here, and he has a plan. The plan is this, <laughs> Sesame Street and Muppet no, characters. No, 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 strictly, <laughs> strictly Muppets this time. Oh, Muppets. We're focusing okay. on Muppets. Muppets, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't want to confuse because I got some texts and emails that there's a very dif- difference between these Characters or these Jim Henson characters, and, and we, I should be more specific. See, I'm such at a loss for words, which is rare. Uh, I do not know mo- m- uh, much about the Muppets, but I will adapt and adjust quickly. So the theme, or one of the themes of the show is, which Muppet character do your, does your personality most well, align with? it's Lake Monticello real estate market. But... And we're going to talk Lake Monticello real estate. <laughs> We're going to get into this. We're going to have some fun. So viewers and listeners, let us know. Mark McKinney from the Crozet Community Advisory Committee. We love when you watch the show. Olivia Branchelo, Seth Liskey, who's a prolific Stantonian real estate investor, is watching the program. Heather placer Mall, who's a fantastic real estate appraiser in the Richmond area. Welcome to the show. Vanessa Parco-Kipasa. Um, Russ Shore, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you kindly for joining us. Kevin Yancey, thank you for joining us. I see agents on the feed. It's as if your showings and your client meetings were canceled because of icy road conditions, and now you're watching Real Talk with Keith Smith. Well, imagine that. Yeah, imagine that. Or is it due to the lack of inventory? Or is it all the above? I think they really, really want to know about Muppets. Okay. <laughs> I think that's really what it's about. I mean, I, I think they've. I, I, I think they have, uh, everybody who watches the show kind of knows where the numbers and where the data we're going to talk about Lake Monticello is. There's a couple of stuff that we'll focus on a little bit later that surprised me, and we'll dig into that and see what folks have to, have to say about that. But The Muppets was a TV show. You know, that was, you know, so long before Internet and, you know, Netflix and all this stuff, they actually had, like, TV channels. And it was from 76 to 81. So probably, you know, a few years back, but it, it's classic. And Jim Hansen put it together, and, the, and it was a variety, I can't say that word. Somebody help me out, variety show? Variety? There you go. Variety? Thank you. Thank you. So, and it was, a lot of, it was a lot of fun to watch, and it was all different characters. So we got off on a tangent on Friday, excuse me, today, Monday, what's today? Wednesday. On Monday, about which characters we, we were. And I found online, go figure, uh, you know, you know, a quick ten question thing, and it tells you who it is. So what I would ask the director Judah to do before I ask Jerry these ten questions, if you can. Oh, I'm going to do it live on air. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask you the questions. Oh, I like it. Woody Fincham says that test is drunk. It said I am Beaker. Yeah. I was surprised on who I was. Who are you? So, well, we're going to find out. Okay. <laughs> but, okay. But it would be helpful if... John Blair, hello. If Judah has uh, the, the personality profile of the Muppets. I think you pulled it up online the other day. If you can go ahead and find that. Like if, you know, who, you know, if it's Beaker, what, what is Beaker's personality? Oh, yeah. That, you want to find... You want me to find the same one? Oh, yeah. What, uh, Let's see. Uh, this is one? like the... Uh, what what is it called the 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 Briggs Meyer Myers Briggs Myers 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 Briggs test. So I actually found one that's directly connected to that, but it was like thirty nine questions. I'm oh, like, that's yeah, too yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Smith, ADD. That's not going to work. Yeah, Smith can't go much over ten. So. Although, although I, the word on the the scuttlebutt on the street is you're doing some fantastic job test taking. I am. I am. Well. We'll find out. Do we want to talk about that at we all? We do not want to talk okay. about that at all. Okay. I'm in the middle of. Of taking, <clears throat> I just finished my uh, 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 CE continuing education. I kind of squeezed in 
as far as the real estate side, 16 hours in two days. Renee Warner, welcome to the broadcast. Hey, Renee. How's business going? Uh, if you're looking for somebody to, to cut your hair, reach out to Renee. She's awesome. Renee Warner. Okay, I'm ready to rock and roll okay, when you Okay, ready. So for each question, I'm, I'm going to give you this. There's, there's a strongly disagree, disagree, agree. Neil Williamson strong- says, upon further review, I may be best represented as Elmo. I don't know the personality characteristics of Elmo. What, how would we well, characterize? So, Judah may have that. Yeah, so Elmo is one of these characters. I trust Neil Williamson implicitly. I wish Neil Williamson was here. Hey, he's going to be here Friday with Matt Galloway. Friday, and we'll have to redo this on Friday. To Neil's figure. fun to be around. He's very much so. <clears throat> um, I like, I, I would, Neil is jolly. But, he has a contagious jolliness to him. And he's, and he's got this mischievous streak that I like as well. And he's a pop culture aficionado. But I don't get Elmo. So further review. How would you characterize Elmo? Well, that's what we're waiting for the good director to pull on. But that's one of these crossover characters, right? So, you know, Elmo is a Sesame Street character, but shows up in some Muppet episodes. But we're focusing strictly on Muppet characters. So the first question. Mr. Miller. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to rock and roll. A natural leader. Do you strongly disagree, disagree, agree, or strongly agree? Me? Yep. I would say I'm a natural leader. So you're going to say strongly agree. Yeah, friends and family. Musically gifted. Oh, absolutely not. Strongly disagree. I don't have a single musically gifted (laughs) mode of my body. Here's a good one. Vain. Yeah, I would say I'm vain. I must look fabulous at all times. I, I would say I no. strongly agree on vain. My wife. Well, no, no, they, that one they change. Okay. They, I, must fab, I, I must look fabulous at all times. I would say I'm vain. An aptitude for science. An aptitude for science. I, don't, I do not say have yes an aptitude. yes or no. I do yes not. No. no, no. You're a people person. Absolutely. Strongly agree. Absolutely. All righty. I thrive on being around people. I need that. Good energy. at telling jokes. Yeah, I'm good at telling jokes. Strongly or just agree? No, I would say I strong, I'm good at telling jokes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, a good singing voice. I have a no singing voice. You never want to hear me sing. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. Particularly in the shower. Ever. Easily scared. I'm not easily scared. No. Very few things Enjoy frighten me. Enjoy your food. I love food. I absolutely love food. My wife loves food. We're, we're foodies. Oh, here you go. This is interesting. Do you like to take a test? I love taking tests. Very good at taking tests. You ready to figure out who you are? Yes, Judy, I would love are you to ready know. for that profile? I'm yes. ready. <laughs> so who does it say I am? Animal. Animal. What are the characteristics of animal? Okay. Animal. Oh, Judah, that have, I did not expect to see. Do you see. have the characteristics of animal, Judah? Uh, let's see if it's on here. And he's going to go to a three-shot over there. So I'm animal according to this test. Dana Lewis, welcome to the broadcast. <clears throat> it's, it's, on this chart... Uh, I don't know if you guys, if either of you actually knows your uh, your Myers Briggs. I'm guessing you don't. Uh, on this on this chart, animal oh, is wow. an ENFP. Arguably, the most entertaining and popular member of the Muppets is Animal. Yeah, he is not do. an animal or human, but is a straight-up monster. Oh! Not only that, but he is a highly energetic and frenzied monster yeah. who gets so excited that he often needs to be chained up to keep him from destroying everything. Bingo! Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's very <laughs> the, applicable. The drummer of the house band, Animal, is an ENFP when it comes to his MBTI character type. He is enthusiastic and highly creative, although his enthusiasm caps what he can achieve before he goes completely off the rails. Okay, okay. So I'll you take should, that. You should, if you can, I, that's, that's I, show a picture of the animal, because it would be a lot of fun. Uh, to see the question that. is, can we show the picture of the animal without getting popped by the Facebook police? Uh, Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I wouldn't want the content to be pulled yeah, yeah, by the yeah, Facebook yeah, police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very strict on that, yeah, as we, we all we, know. We, we probably ought not to do that. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Reason. I mean, unless Judah thinks otherwise. I know audio, they very much pop. The Facebook police pops content. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because we know, we know Animal is, is copyrighted and, and protected content. Well, if you have an opportunity, Google it. Take a look at a picture of, of Animal. Okay, so and, Animal and, Muppets is what I'm looking at? You are Animal. You okay. ready to take yours, Judah? Yeah. Oh, there you sure. go, Animal. I already took mine, so I know what I've got, but I think they got it I'd wrong. I'd like to oh, think sorry. I have better hair than Animal, but I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll that, take the it. The hair thing kind of got through. There should be a question in there about Well, I mean, that's the vein thing, isn't it? Yeah, but... I, I mean, I, you would say you're vain, right? Oh. Uh, I, I, vain is a big word. 
No, it's not. It's four letters. <laughs> <laughs> you remember who you're speaking to? It's, it's got two more, more than I can handle. Uh, vain. Yeah. Having or showing excessively high opinion of one's appearances, abilities, or worth. I, I'd say yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, yeah, I'm vain. I'm I vain. think you're, 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 the women in your life would say that. Oh, uh, His most wife of the people and in my life will tell you. So what did you come out to? What did, what did you test as? Um, do you, want, you don't want to run me through it? No, I, if you I think it already, we should run them through it. Let's, let's run, run them it through it. it. Okay. Yeah. Keep them running through uh, it. Yeah. A natural league leader. Agree? Disagree? Stronger? Um, I would say just agree. Agree. Got it. Okay. Musically gifted? No. Really? Um, I would say disagree. Wow. Vain? No. Aptitude for science? Yes. A people person? Uh, is there a... Is it four or just two? It's four. You have strongly disagree, uh, disagree, agree, strongly agree. I would say disagree. Yeah, I would agree with that. Good at telling jokes. Uh, I think you're a good joke teller. Disagree. Ah, I'd say disagree on that, too. Disagree on Not that one? Not strongly disagree, but disagree. Yeah, disagree. Okay, got it. Sometimes the humor is... A uh, good singing you voice. You've got to know Judah to understand the humor. Uh, yeah, it's a bit dry. Yeah. I'll say soft agree on that. A soft degree. Look at you, huh? You have a good singing voice? I think I'm pretty good at singing. Okay. Okay. Uh, enjoy your food. Strongly agree. Oh, yeah. he's got a voracious yeah. appetite. And, and, do you I, like and I also take... like to enjoy it. What? Do you like to take tests? Do I like to take tests? Do you like... Oh. Are you answering questions with questions? Uh, actually, I, I apologize. I misread that question to you. Do you like this test? Sure. I'm, we may have to go back and take yours because if you don't like this test, that might change who you are. <laughs> I, do, I love the test. Do, do, you, do you like this test? Yeah, this, I would have said yes to that. Okay, God, What do yeah. you think? What's that? Do you like this test? I feel like yeah, you're, sure. you're, you're bristling with your body language and finding these questions somewhat intrusive. Do you really genuinely like this test? <laughs> I mean, it's, I've taken well, we talked about this before. on Monday. It calls you as beaker. Woody Fitchum is, really? is Beaker as well. Yeah. That's odd because when I took it, it came up with yeah, uh, Gonzo. So, so, and I was like, that's not right. Well, that, there you go. You probably shouldn't have said that live because, I, I, you know, who knows what, how this test is set up. But uh, you came up when I did it as Beaker. Beaker. On the, uh, on the, the chart that I read your, yours from, I'm Bunsen. You're Bunsen? Yeah, INTP. Bunsen, oh, so, so you've got to explain to folks what you're talking about, because I found that today, this morning. There's a chart that matches your personality yeah. to uh, your Briggs-Myers pres- pre- yeah. uh, personality. Yeah, to there's the four, four, different, uh, four different sliders, basically, yeah. and uh, you show up on one side or the other of each of those. So this chart says I'm Bunsen. Which somebody says, wanna, uh, somebody wanna, he is uh, the mad scientist of the Muppet Show and appeared in sketches on the series when he tested out his new know, inventions. Like that B- fits it better. Bad news for his assistant, Beaker, who is also often his test subject. Maybe I'm Bunsen <laughs> and Beaker, uh, often with disastrous results. Sadly, all Beaker can do is beep out sounds as he is tortured and almost killed in every episode. This is the most fun. Right. He's, had, right. he's having so much fun. In, I know. In, in four, almost five years. Well, ago. if you watch the I Love Seville show, one of the things that I've noticed of Judah over the last 12 to 18 months, and a compliment on waiting to happen right here, is the man has blossomed. Yeah. I would agree. On the talk show, from a conversation and, and, and confidence standpoint, um, I hear that often from the viewers and listeners of how he has really come out of his shell. And how do you feel about that, Judah? Well, Beaker is a good balance to animal. Ah. And animal is a good driver Bunsen. of topic. Bunsen. Bunsen. We're, I, we're the, I'm sticking with animal. I, the test I took called no, you animal. I'm no, he's animal. I'm... I think I'm more like Bunsen than Beaker. Bunsen. Okay, we're uh, we're the Bunsen. Jude and I undoubtedly the odd couple. Thirteen years of working alongside each other. I call it a love hate relationship. I love this guy. I think he hates me. Um, but when you combine our skill sets, you should see what he says when you it's, walk out. It's pretty. Oh, I, I I have cameras and microphones in here that he doesn't even know about. There you go. I'm now he does. Constantly watching and listening. Now, now he I does. I think he already knows. Um, the combination of uh, us is a pretty formidable force. Very formidable, I would say. Um, Keith Smith, you were 
You want you want somebody to you want me to take it for myself or you want to take it for me? Oh well, can you send me the link? Are you on I, Facebook? I, I I did. It's in the email I sent you this oh, morning. Oh, it's in the email he sent me I, this morning. The, the one, okay, Judah, you ask Keith. There you I'm go. I'm that you read all of I do actually. I do read <laughs> them. I've I got do. it here. All right, uh, ask him. Are you a natural leader? I would strongly agree. with Absolutely, that. Yeah. he's a natural leader. Are you musically gifted? No. Absolutely not. The, zero. The, yeah, the, zero. You and I so, are going to. You and I are going to be identical. I have a feeling. Zero. Well, so I think. That, this, I think you're animal too. Uh, is that a strong disagree? Yeah, that would strong be a disagree. Strong, okay. Hard. The man can't no. hear. So how is he going to sing? <laughs> I used to say, you know, I used you, to say somebody has to actually listen. So I'd be the professional listener. But uh, I love music. If the question was, is how much do I love music? I would say yes. We know what number three is. You might as well What's, say, ask yeah. him number three. Are you vain? Yeah, let's, yeah strong agree. I, well, no. I shouldn't be asking for Keith, answering for Keith. I'm sorry. Must I'll stop fabulous talking. at all times. Well, that's interesting. We should do it <laughs> this that is way. So fun. We should do it that way, right? We didn't even hit the bar before the show either. <laughs> this is right. so fun. <laughs> right. We should do it that way. You should answer for me. Oh, based you, on what? Based on what you know me. I'm 99.9% confident you're animal. The only thing that could change it is do you like taking this test? I'm going to say yes because it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. But if it was a written test, it would probably be the if answer it, no. If, it, if the answer was, do Are you we, like taking tests? You would say The no. answer would be a hard no. I know that. I know that. All right, let me oh, answer Are we going to finish Keith. this test? Yeah, let's finish this teeth. I'll answer for Keith. Where, where, where did you leave us off? Uh, do you have an aptitude for science? Um, I would do a soft, I would do a soft it's, degree on it's that. It's yes or no. Oh, I would say the answer to that is I, no. I, no, I would say yes because you, you know you have an ant- you have an aptitude yeah. to figuring things out, yeah. but science though. Well, it depends on what you define science. Like you know, the building sciences I love, so that's a science. Is, is that a science? I don't think that's a science. The building sciences, people get PhDs in this stuff. The science I think they're alluding to would be biology, chemistry. The answer is no. Yeah. I would say the answer is no. He's fantastic at problem solving, one of the best problem solvers I know. But when it comes to biology and chemistry, I would say the answer oh, is no. Oh, biology, I got nailed down. <laughs> <laughs> this is a kid. This is a adult show. I, I, I don't know what show. you're talking about. I was talking about, I know the difference between a frog and a toad. I know what you're I'm just telling to you. I don't, know. I don't know what the hell you were talking about. Okay. That was a no on science. I think I have an aptitude right. for science. But since you're running this well, show. Okay, no. I'll stop. I'll stop. No, gonna, no, no. It's okay. This is fun. I'll stop. Okay. We'll say no. because I'm going to say yes, because if that's what you think, this is your test, not his test. I think I have an aptitude. For All right, this. say All right. yes. I'll Are you stop a people talking. person? No, no, God forbid. Uh, am I a people person? Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Strongly agree. Good absolutely. at telling jokes. Well, see, you're great at telling jokes. I think I'm good at telling jokes. No, no, no. You're good at telling jokes. <laughs> Most people that. If you got to discount your daughters and Yona who have heard the same jokes for their entire lives. Every other people that you tell and those apparently jokes, people on the show that have been nah. watching this. Every other people that hear I like your jokes tell, love I, them. I like to tell a joke. Yeah. Am I good at it? It's a different story. I'd say it's a strong agree he's good at it. Okay, strongly agree. No. Do you have a good singing voice? I freaking no. You know, disagree or strongly disagree? I strongly disagree. Okay. Easily scared? No. Yeah. You and I are the same here. Disagree or strongly disagree? I strongly disagree. Enjoy your food. I strongly agree with that. You're animal. And did you like this test? I'm going to say yes because I'm having fun. And we'll just move on from there. He's animal. He, he and I did the exact same answers besides the no, science. No, it comes up this gave up. This gave him Kermit. It gave him Kermit. Kermit. Because of the science? I'm... And what's Kermit's profile? Give him the psychological so profile. So I think what Kermit. goes here, I think this is kind of a random thing. I think. Oh. It does it though. It does say that it's. Set oh, you're up saying by, it's not legit. I don't know. It's it, almost like a roulette wheel. This was this was a five minute search I did. This <laughs> so much my scientific side. I know exactly right. This guy finds. I researched this for hours. So much for my scientific. It was more like mother. It was more like uh, Yona at you know eight fifteen goes. What are you going to talk about today? Uh... No, here's a perfect example it's here. Interesting that uh, Kermit on this chart is an introvert. Yeah, there's no way. But, You're not uh, an introvert at all. Yeah, yeah. But he here, here's what people. it says. Yeah, yeah. Kermit I should frog. share with you one day my um, personality analysis that I, that I do. I would bet that you and I are very similar. And, very similar. Yeah, there, you know, there's... I heard this from somebody the other day, 
you know, there's what we do for an hour every, you know, three yeah, yeah, times yeah. a week, and then there's the rest of our lives, right? So there are little differences. I know you well, very well. I know you very, very or, well. Or maybe I let you know me well. No, I don't think maybe you're doing I that. You I don't know. think you have the time to do that. <laughs> or the ability or the skill. No, you have know. the skill. You just don't have the time to yeah, do that, yeah, yeah. to put on the front. Yeah, that would, that, would, that would be a lot of work. That would be a lot of work, especially yeah. with the time we – I see this Keith Smith is the Keith Smith in everyday life just amplified a couple notches because of yeah. the talk show. Yeah, yeah. This Jerry Miller is the Jerry Miller you see every day in life, but amplified a couple notches for the talk Only show. Only a couple, huh? Oh. I mean, you got to, it's, it's yeah, entertainment. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're supposed, it's a it's, talk show. It's we're a talk show. We're supposed to I, do That's it. what I explained to Judah. It's as much about entertainment as education. Sure, sure. Well, you can't. It can't be dry. You can't educate unless there's a little entertainment. Exactly. Which we probably ought to get to some, some form of education. Lake Monticello? We could do that. But this was a lot of fun. It was fun. Uh, you know, it, it, you know we, we talk about no inventory, prices going up. Yada yada yada, and I just wanted to have a little bit, little bit of fun, and 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 just just have fun. So uh, I put the link in the feeds. So if you want to take it and have fun, or if somebody who's watching wants to take it and chime in on who they are, I'd love Neil to uh, go ahead and take it and see what it spits out for him. Yeah, just, Neil just, Williamson, what are you? Just to have a little bit of fun, and uh, but. We talk a little like Monticello. So I, I can we do this with Neil Williamson and Ned Galloway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I plan on, on Friday. Doing, I plan on doing it on Friday. So Nate, Neil Williamson and Ned Galloway on Friday show. I'm probably going to spend a little bit more time and probably get something that's a little bit more thing. I, the Ned only, likes to have fun. Ned, Ned loves to have fun. Yeah. And if Ned wasn't going to work, he'd probably love to touch a little bit of what's in that bar after, after you know afterwards. But. You know, uh, well, Bill McChesney says Keith Kermit is dominated by Miss Piggy. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, Bill, that was well funny. done. Well played, Bill. Well there played, you Bill McChesney. You know what? Um, I'm I'm a pretty blessed guy to be dominated by my Miss Piggy in my life. Well, his work wife is his actual real life wife. Yep. And his work wife complements his skill set oh, yeah. perfectly. Oh yeah. I mean, they're they're perfect complements to each other professionally and personally. So, because uh, this guy's, and I'll give you a little psychological. Uh, we're play we're open books. Well, I, I mean, I know I'm this, an open book. Anyway. This, you definitely Yona, not so much. You're a huge big picture guy. He's a big yeah. picture guy. Mm-hmm. She is a big picture gal, but she's very good with the details and the mm-hmm. and the stuff that he often does not prioritize. I think that's fair, right? Boy, were you at my breakfast dinner table? Well, I mean, I just morning? know you so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. You see the forest through the trees. I do. And you know how to get there. Yep. But you may forget the light or the bag or the sleeping bag that you're going to need to get through the trees. But I'm a great delegator, so I'm good enough to delegate out to somebody else. <laughs> do me a favor. Can you get that sleeping bag? Well, at this point, Yona knows to get the sleeping bag and the light because you may forget the no, sleeping bag. No, she He knows. came into the studio today and forgot his wallet. We can I tell this story? Sure. Okay. Uh, uh, do I have a choice? <laughs> <laughs> he forgot his wallet. He does not have his wallet here. Which he's, I have to negotiate my way out of the parking. Which lot. you will. I will negotiate will. my way. He is parked in the Market Street parking garage. He's going to have a tab of two or three dollars. He's going to have to figure out how to get out of there without a payment method. Yep. But he has the gift of charm. Yep. Okay. Don't jinx me now, man. And he he <laughs> got I'll a, come back and get your car. He, <laughs> he got a cup of coffee on Fourth Street. Oh, thank you. Do, the, Jerry Miller bought me a cup of coffee Ab- today. The generosity that Keith provides to the people in his life far outweighs the generosity so he receives should, in return. And now his Catholic guilt is coming out because he doesn't get he doesn't like compliments. Look at him blushing over there. You're, you're blushing over there. He doesn't like compliments. Why don't you it's, like the compliments? It makes you so uncomfortable when you get compliments. It does. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just the way I was raised. I don't know. You have a lot to be complimented about. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I mean that. Thank you. I, uh, I just, I, you know, I, I, I'm going to recite the award that I won, you know, I, I, and, and, I, and I mean this. I'm blessed just to wake up every day to help people with one of the three requirements for a trip around the sun, which is, you know, food, clothing, and shelter. And shelter, we get to help people. And I take what we do very seriously. This comment comes in from Grayson, who routinely watches the hey, show. Hey, Grayson. The first 30 minutes of this program are why this show is fantastic. <laughs> you guys you. are appointment television for us. 
We look forward to what you have to oh, say wow. and how you make it about life. And as Jerry says, everything else tied to real estate. Thank you. Yeah, th- thank you. That, I'm, I'm, I'm honored. That was Congress. Yeah, you know, and... and, and Most <clears throat> of the time we have no idea. <laughs> well, you, you, you... I mean, that's... the. The people, the great, you should come on and just watch us do this one day. You don't have to sit on set, but just watch us. We have, at least I don't, have any idea who's watching, who's not watching. Where we're going to go? We're going to, where we're, we do, we do want to give the impression we know what we're doing. Well, I mean, we, we, we understand. I mean, we've been doing this for so long. Yeah. Well, that's the point. I made it's second morning. nature. Well, you know, one of the questions could, should be, do you like to talk? Right. But anyway, I just wanted to have a little bit of fun. We, you know, kids are home, you know, inventory is in the toilet. It's going to be in the toilet for a long time. You don't think it's going to uptick? You don't think it's going to uptick as rates trickle down a little bit? It's just not. Yeah. The skill sets that we need to bring to the table, us as trusted advisors and our, our partners, that are on the partners tab at Real Talk with Keith Smith. These are trusted advisors that can help you get there. This this is where, and I've been talking about this for a while, where the pros show up, right, and go ahead and help guide your client through that. I, I was was blessed enough on, on my birthday, uh, January 11th, to be part of a live um, uh, presentation via Reese Media that went out to, I think they told me around 20,000 people watched it. Careful what you're saying over there. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. Uh, but that's what I was told. So we're going to go by what I was told. Uh, but I talked about this in the, in the specific uh, topic that we were talking about was um, the interest rates changing and how, as professionals, we can talk to, and this was broker-focused, how we would talk to our real estate partners, our real estate agents, on how to have a conversation with the buyer and seller about rates. And I kept on coming back, and this was much like doing the show. I had no preparation. It was off the cuff. I was asked the question, and I answered it. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's all going to be about finding the right trusted partner, whoever that may be, to help you navigate what's best for you in your life at this given moment. Because if we sit around and focus on what's going to happen here, what's not going to happen here, which we do, right, because that's what we're supposed to do, at the end of the day, you might not move forward, right? So if you're focusing on what rates are going to be, should I jump in or not jump in, you know, buying now or selling now, if this is where you're at in your life, of course it's the right time. If it's not, you know, reach out to a trusted advisor and that person will help you navigate it. You know, maybe help you navigate it. Is this the right time or is this not the right time? That's number five, right? Right? Location, price, features, condition, time. So timing is important. And then who's on the other side matters, which sometimes gets... This question's come on the feed here. Um, I mean, this is a question that a lot of people are asking here. This is from Lauren. She says, you can sell... We, we can sell our homes for top dollar, but where would we go? Yeah. Is it at... At the point now, you, you go after the top dollar and you consider renting. You could try finding a rental that meets whatever needs that you need. I'm, I'm assuming we probably need, you know, and I don't know the, what they're looking for, but finding rentals are, are hard. Rental prices are going up. Um, I think they're stabilizing a little bit. They're not going up, you know. Uh, as, I don't think they're going down. They're not going down. Quinn Beckham, hello. Good hey, morning. Quinn. They're not going, oh, I'd love him to take this test. I would love Quentin Beckham to take that test. So get on my feet, Quentin. There's a Muppets test, and let us know uh, which which Muppet you are. I I would love to know that. Um, Look, um, refresh my memory. I got my ADD kicked in with with Uh, Renting. Renting, thank you. I mean, you can sell for a top dollar, and the house is probably going to sell fairly quickly if it's price white. The conditions are okay, and if you have uh, a strong representation, you're sure. going to sell your house here. But where are you going to go? Yeah, so um, it, it's great, and it was what we were going to talk to uh, with uh, Maggie and Christy uh, Lynn. Um, but you're going to start, when we, when we take a, a look into it, when we have Neil and Ned on Friday, I'm working on slides for that, where I'm breaking down the new construction versus existing. You are seeing an uptick in new construction. So a lot of people are selling renting 
and building. That seems to be, you know, there's a group of folks or a percentage of buyers out, sellers versus sellers that are turning into buyers that are doing that because they can get into some new construction. They're not huge numbers, folks, right? When you take a look at the buyers. So they're selling their house. They're going to a short-term stopgap. No, 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 they'll get like a one-year rental. One-year, two-year rental, and then they're no, building. one year. And they're building something from scratch. It's a path, right? It, I think that's a fantastic well, path. There, but there's costs associated with it, right? You know, um, <clears throat> you're gonna have to move twice. Sometimes you got to store stuff, right? So there's additional costs. The are, easy way I've heard this from a, a handful of people. The hard way is often the right way. Yeah, but it's a matter of... Good morning, Johnny Ornalis. Hey, Johnny. Oh, looking forward to seeing you in a little while. The, um, Been chatting with Johnny. Love Johnny. Yeah, love him to death. Yeah. Looking forward to... Uh, he's, I'm going to get a little pre-look at his new Mexicali restaurant, but don't tell anybody. Okay, okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about taking a look at it. Um, the... The reality, the reality of it is back to hiring a trusted advisor that can sit down and, and walk you through the process, right? Okay, guys, we're going to sell house A. This is what we think our net proceeds are going to be. You know, this is what your closing costs are, et cetera, et cetera. You know, there's, we, we have a simple spreadsheet that's not difficult to figure out. Um, this is what our net's going to be. Okay, if I now, you know, where do you want to be in your life? That's when we start having that conversation. And then we start looking around. So if you want to buy some property somewhere and have a custom builder, we can go, go that route. If you want to, say, go to Old Trail or, you know, Spring Creek, which has been rocking and rolling, actually, lately, um, then, you know, this is what this path looks, looks like. And if it hasn't been built yet, it could take six to nine months. So you do a 12-month lease, and we sit down and do an ROI, an actual, okay, let's look at what this is going to cost you. And then you make your decision on, on which way you want to move. And the decision might be to stay. How are the uh, – this is a question for me specifically. How are the uh, folks that are building, building homes, are they flexible with price point negotiation? No? No. Nah, it, it, Depends on which, which home we're talking about, right? If we're doing custom, there's always a little bit of, because everything is very specific. You, there's some negotiation that can come in that. Um, I just, we just, I personally. Would you say the, would you say they have the leverage at this point? The builders? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, it, leverage is a big, you know, uh, they're, they're in a position that people want to build, so they're in a stronger position than, than, the, than the buyer. Okay. Most of the new construction, most of the custom new construction builders that I work with that I know are very client-focused. So it's not about the, of course, everybody needs to make a living, right? But it's more about developing a long-standing relationship. And, you know, the half a dozen folks that I work with, it's all about relationship-based. It's not about how much money I can make. Because I can tell you, I used to do this. Yeah, I know you did. You don't make as much money as everybody thinks you make. I know you do. In that, I know you don't. Single-digit percentages. Uh, I I used to love handing out six percent checks and then take a look at my net and go, hmm. (laughs) So uh, you know, in any event, uh, but when you're now talking about, uh, let's call them production for lack of a better term, right? There are some rooms to negotiate. Uh, I just recently helped um, one, two, three. Folks, we just closed them in um, uh, Pleasant Green over in Crozet. It was Stanley Martin community. Um, and I was able to negotiate a little bit, little not huge numbers. What, but, kind, what kind of negotiation were you doing there? Well, it's more like about helping. Finishes? No. Or actual dollars? No, because they, they were very much so specced out what they were going to be. They were not a lot of room for that. Where the negotiation was is on the incentives that they were offering at this point. So it was, I was able to get a little bit better deals. Uh, the couple of ones we did actually did not have to come out with any cash out of their pocket as far as closing costs go. Okay. It's not a huge win, but it's a win nonetheless. And uh, so they moved in uh, not having to write a 3% check for the closing costs, right? They had to put their down payments down and all that great stuff. So, um, you know, I was, I was able to do that. So there are some negotiation 
skills there. A lot of it depends on your knowledge level and, and who you know, frankly. So I was able to do that. Randy O'Neill watching the program. He says, here is food for thought. When are developers going to start neighborhoods that are pandemic-centric? Materials, mechanical, et cetera. Maybe a hardened, hardened clubhouse that could offer communal support, water, food, energy. Well, that's a big question. That's, that's a lot there. That's a big question. That's I, a lot there. I, uh, I, I honestly wouldn't know the answer to that question. I can tell you, I think it's a great idea. just don't know if it, A, would pencil out, obviously. And the other thing is, is would it be even allowable under a, um, under a uh, zoning ordinances? I, I will do an example on this. It's not in this country, actually. Uh, but in St. Martin, where in Grand Cos, where Yona and I go for the last 12 years, a couple times a year, they had in 2007, no, 2017, they had Irma come through, which was off the charts, was overfought category five, wiped out the whole area. And what uh, one of the developers did of a resort over there built a um, community, now it was lots of government money, a community um, um, shelter, storm shelter, which doubles as, an, as a, meeting, not as a uh, meeting space. You can rent it out for weddings and stuff like that. This question's come in to Keith Smith, um, and they're starting to come in here for you, Keith. Thank you. Do you uh, not see the rates dropping then? No, I, I, I do. I, I, I think you're going to see, um, I can take a look at it real quickly, but I think you're going to see, we're kind of getting, I think yesterday, I think the 30-year was below 6.5 Yeah. Uh, on it. Again, top-tier credit. Credit. Lower the credit, more that rate's going to go up, right? Again, the reason why you need trusted advisors to help you coach you and mentor you through this, through this process. We talked about this, I can't remember how many months ago, that once this rate was starting to move down, folks would start coming back into the market. We just got more buyers than we do sellers. And there's just not enough inventory. We're not building enough inventory. And this imbalance is just going to go on uh, for, for a while. So interesting article that uh, I read this morning. And you got your Lake Monticello uh, slides you need to get. Yeah, we, we'll talk about that in a, in, in a minute. Um, your phone's blowing up over there? Uh, no, no. CNN Business put out something um, actually yesterday. Uh, boomers won't part with their homes, and that's the problem for young families. So the article, Google it. So the, ar argue, the, the, ar the article is talking about boomers. Yep. Yours truly. Well, you won't part with the home. Yeah, but that's for different reasons. I don't know what, where I'm going to put my stuff. Um, You've got a lot of stuff. I got a lot of stuff. Um, don't use any of my stuff, but I got stuff. You got, when's the last time you used that boat? I got stuff. <laughs> I got stuff. You mean my planter? Yeah. My big planter? I'll leave it at that. Uh, on wheels? I can move my planter around. We can put it anywhere. It holds around. stuff. It holds stuff. At the moment, snow stuff. But it's an interesting article. If you buzz through it, it just talks about what we've been talking about for a while, that the majority, and we're going to see this, I think, in March or April, when NAR gives out its generational report, trends report for 23, that the, 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 the boomers are just in the top tier of buying and selling. But we're holding on to our houses for a couple of reasons. One is we either got them paid off. Or, or you I got a ridiculous rate. I got I refined it, refinanced it, or whatever, and that's it. Or and then the, I'm going to hang on to it and then buy something new. We just got this weird thing that I don't think we've at least since '87 I haven't seen it, where where we have people holding on to homes and renting them. Right? That's a that's that has not really happened at least in the three decades I've done this done this before it generally was a piggy bank right? yep yep got your money it's out weird of that uva professor called it yeah yeah 100 percent right but let's let's talk about you know why i think this is going to be it and i use lake monticello um as an example and we've been tracking dom so judah slide this uh, i've got these lettered now not numbered this is slide number c so this is Lake Monticello. So for those who watch, thank you, buddy. For those who watch the show, no, I like to use Lake Monticello as a litmus test. Yeah. And the reason why, it's 4,300, 4,400 homes, depending on what 
what number you'd like to use. They're generally all single-family detached, and they're generally all kind of in the price range. You don't have these huge swings of, you know, 200000 and 1.2, right? There is a couple of waterfronts with a one, $1 million in it, but those numbers are kind of small. So I like using that as kind of a litmus test of where the market, our regional market is going. So what you're looking at right now is year over year from 2016 to 2023, and I actually included the first 15 days of this year. But if you take a look at it, just don't focus on the numbers, but take a look at the two charts. So these are average and median. And you can see in 2016, you know, that was when we just were kind of coming out of the time of great unpleasantness. We start plummeting down all the way to 2021, where we were around 15 days on average, five days on median. So we went from 88 and 60, 88 for average, 60 for median, Lake Monticello 2016, and just had this this downward slide all the way to 2021. Then we stayed kind of flat, 21, 22, and 23. So last year, our average days on market at Lake Monticello was 22, median was seven. That's with 8% interest rates, or flirting with 8% interest rates. Now, we've seen in the last 15 days, kind of an uptick, but but man, I mean, just to go from seven to 60, I, I didn't do the math on that real quick, but we've got a long way to go before we get to where this was more of a balanced market, you know, as far as buyers and sellers. So the bottom line is, if you're going to sell and you put it on the market, you're going to unload it or sell it. The buyers are going to be buying in. The question is, is tapping into the resources of a trusted advisor to help you make that decision. This trend isn't going to go, and the reason I picked eight years, by the way, because that's when, the, according to NAR, that's where um, the, num the average folks are staying in their homes, sure. just, just as, a, as, a, as a, an explanation to it. So this line needs to go from where it's at up to 88, and it's got a long way to go. So we're going to be there for years, I think, and as interest rates drop, I think you're going to see the DOMs even getting a little bit less than 11 and 31. Roger Voisinet watching the program. Hey, Roger. Uh, nice uh, game the Bills did. That was an excellent Buffalo game. Buffalo Bills fan, yep. Roger Voisinet oh, yeah. he's watching the program. He's everything Buffalo. Uh, we love Roger on this program. Bill, this he question feels about at home with the temperature anyway, not the snow. But this the question, so what if a boomer has 100% equity and buys a new home, then makes their move over a time until they can move and purge their stuff and clean up the old property? Try that question a little slower. I think he's asking you. If you have 100% equity, you buy a new home. So I own my make, home outright. Then you make a move over time, and you can purge your stuff and clean up the old property. Absolutely. And, and this is why each individual it's, – it's, we talk things in a bigger picture, right? But real estate is kind of like politics, right? It's a personal, uh, all-local – what works best for you? So we would sit down with you, right? Or a trusted advisor, a real estate agent would sit down with you and start having this conversation about what I said earlier. Let's take a look at the math, right? You know, you may want to rent that house out. Then again, you may not want somebody else in your home. If you can financially afford it and move slowly out. It's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. Being a landlord. That's absolutely. That's the reason I would... We hired Ally Property Allied Property Manager, Manager. You know, Suzanne Real. Yeah, I wouldn't own any rental properties without having a property manager take care of it. Um, I don't want those two o'clock in the morning phone calls. Right, right. Um, but, but that's a great path forward. So we would map that path out and see what see what it looks see what it looks like. That saves you the double moving. Right, you move it up purging. You know, when you get to my age, it's all about purging, getting rid of your stuff, which I won't do. Uh, but, you know, yes, each circumstance, each individual circumstances is different. Keith Smith, Yes Realty Partners, this question's come in for you. Why aren't we seeing more new construction if the demand is there? Yeah, I, I think we've kind of chatted about this a bunch of times. Um, the process takes forever. Um, there's a project called Colonial Circle in Fulvana County. I, 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 I know it intimately, the process. Um, we're, it's at sixth year. They're finishing the development somewhere, somewhere horizontal development. Somewhere this quarter, they'll start going vertical with their single-family uh, detached and attached products. But it's taken six years or more to get from point A to point B. So that it's 
it's a long time. This is going to be a great question for Ned when we have him on Friday. You know, how can we move this process up so that we can get uh, new homes in the ground as quick as possible? Also keep in mind is political realities here. And the political realities are that most jurisdictions that surround where we are sitting right at the moment um, either don't want it or very aggressively don't want it or it's the process is just so complicated. So we're not going to build our way out of this. I think we need to, but we're not going to build our way out of this. This question's come for Keith Smith. How's the project north of town on the Almiral Green Line? Are those units selling? Almiral Green Line. So if What's it's that, in, North Point? I would think it's North Point. North yeah. Point, I, I can look at it very quickly, but it's moving. We've sold a couple of, uh, helped a couple of folks move into that. It's a nice little project. We've been talking about this for a while, and we'll have Mr. Green County here on Friday uh, sitting, with, sitting with us. But keep an eye on Green County. Green County is going to be the, the, the new construction boom, along with Louisa. We really have not looked into Kevin Yancey's part of the world that much yet since the beginning of the year, which is the other side of the mountain. And we'll start digging into that probably in February. I wanted to focus on data for you know car footprint for the month of uh, January. But we'll start taking a look at that and see if there's new construction upticking. But on Thursday, we're going to talk specifically about the, you know, the 10-ton elephant in the room as far as new construction goes is Albemarle County. They've, you know, the number's not huge, but by far are outperforming all the other jurisdictions. This question's come in. This is a good one. With the proposed detached houses that are on the market or on the MLS, does that include the land as well with the price? So we're talking ab- about new construction. Uh, could let us know a little more of uh, yeah. I, I, I Thomas. Think, let us know a little bit. Yeah, he's talking new yeah, construction. So it's proposed detached. So it's a paper house. Yes, but it does, the short answer is yes, it includes the land. I, I, I got to look at specifically what yeah. you're talking about, but you would not be in the MLS marketing that, and this is a total turnkey package number. Without, without the land being included. And, and if it hasn't been built yet, back to Jerry's point about, um, so there's two kind of things that are out on the MLS right now, quote unquote, move in ready, right? Yeah. So these are homes that are in construction uh, hasn't hit the market yet. The builder has made all the selections. These are the ones I helped folks with in Pleasant Green. So it was built. They were in. The selection process was already made for them. We went out and picked which townhome unit we wanted that met the the price point that they were looking to be at, plus their uh, upgrades, because what they'll do is they'll do certain amount of upgrades, color floor, appliances, so forth and so on, on that. I got to follow up for you on that question. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Let me just add a little bit to that. But if it's not built yet, then you get to go through the selection process on that. So you get to select what color flooring you want. Now, they also tell you for price A, it includes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. But you can go to their design center and start picking, and then that's when the price starts climbing. How close, this is a question for yours truly, how close... um, does the closing price generally fall to the list price on some of these paper houses that are online? That's a freaking great question. Um, and I will have that, I will have that ready for um, Friday. Let me write a note on that because that's, that takes a little bit of work to go ahead and do it, and we've got about five minutes to Yeah, I mean, I guess the follow-up question I have for you are the paper houses that are listed online that are new construction, is it the base price where if someone wanted to come in yeah. and build their The short grade answer home, to that is yes. It's the absolute base price. Uh, it depends. It, it, it's, is it builder grade? It depends, right? It depends on the where. So some of these um, builders slash developers in certain communities at certain price points already bake in upgrade packages. Some of the lower priced units obviously have more builder grade units. So that, that's why it's not an easy question to answer on the fly. I would need to take a deep, deeper dive into it. These, these um, I could tell you the ones that we helped, the three that I helped in Pleasant Green, they were not their entry level packages that they were marketing. They were not their top tier, but they were more their middle level grade, which was exactly what the first time home buyers, because that's what they were, three first time home buyers, uh-huh. um, were looking for build a bunch of equity, have some children, either sell it, retain it, 
and then move up to the, the housing ladder. Okay. I do want to talk one quick thing about Lake Monticello. Please, please, please. Um, slide B. Thank you, Judah. So slide B, when, you, when it pops up, is Lake Monticello medium sales price versus the numbers of homes sold. And, and this is, shouldn't be surprising to anybody, but take a look at 2021 through 2023. So the orange is the number of units sold, right? The red, and these are in thousands, right? So if it reads 188, it's 188,000, right? But you can see where we're starting to change inventory, number of units dropping. But take a look at, this is Lake Monticello, take a look at 23. Yep. We were down at 213 sales, which is way below the 243 and 16. That, two, that 213 was more like a 2013, 2014 volume of sales. But take a look at the median. These are median numbers, by the way. The median sales price of 342. So not only did our sales go down, our prices went up in a high rate environment. And, you know, this speaks to the fact that there are a bunch of buyers out there that are desperately trying to buy homes and they're making numbers work, and they're making circumstances work to meet their needs. Keith Smith dropping dimes over here. Um, real talk with Keith Quarters, Smith. we went up a little bit. Doubt, silver dollars. Ooh. Inflation. To give us a tease on Friday's show. Yeah, so um, looking forward to the, the Ned and Neil. Actually, we, we'd have to do yeah, the Ned and Neil show, which is alphabetical. Okay. Uh, I did that in my head. Neil's watching. He's going he's gonna to be on the show Friday. Yeah, yeah. President of the Free Enterprise Forum. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about a housing in... Uh, in Albemarle County um, with a couple of few slides. I'll send it out to everybody, uh, to, to, to Ned and Neil, and then just have a lot of fun. We always have fun with these guys. You never know where the show is going to go. So viewers and listeners, Friday, some Muppet stuff. Albemarle County Board of Supervisor Ned Galloway and President of the Free Enterprise Forum, Neil Williamson, on Real Talk with Keith Smith. My friend, it was a joy. Let me go get some Muppet puppies. It was a joy. He's going to have to figure out how to get out. <laughs> look at of the, look, look at he's going to have to figure out how to get out of the garage too. But I have a feeling he's going to have no problem doing that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I may hang around, hang around, and do the twelve thirty show. Which <laughs> I think I'm gonna um, twelve thirty shows. The I Love Seville show. Want to bail me out? I, I'm. Uh... I'm open. Always happy. I'm not that proud. Judah Wickhauer is the director and producer of the talk show and the network. Keith Smith is a realtor, and he will help you get in a home that meets your needs. Keith Smith is a realtor, one of the principals and owners of Yes Realty Partners. I see him (laughs) literally moving mountains for his clients. Keith Smith, a guy you can really, really count on. He's got experience since 1987 with Yes Realty Partners. Thank you kindly for joining us. The show archived at realtalkwithkeithsmith.com. We will catch you in an hour and 15 minutes on the I Love Seville Show. Have a great day, guys. Very nice. Very nice.